love is blind And it'll take over your mind What you think is love is truly not You need to elevate and find Welcome to Views from the Chicks This is T This is Kwana Joey's in the house Better watch your mouth (laughs) (laughs) So that was the self-proclaimed Pitbull in a skirt Rough Riders Eve Philly stand up Love is Blind 2000 was lit Music wise Music was lit lit, That was like the first song that really people Well I remember that was the first song I heard From her and I was like who is this woman with this, like, you know, this short haircut? And blonde, she's so raw, raw, so gutter. Before yes. there was an Amber Rose. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's it. She, like, lyrically, yes, as a female so rapper, yeah. she held it down with the all-boy crew mm-hmm. and, you know, and the storytelling skills in mm-hmm. her music is dope. I don't feel like we have that currently, but no tea, no shade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what's today's topic about, Joey? We will be talking about domestic violence mm. with recent events going on, you know, with the Chris Brown situation, the Robin Thicke situation. We decided let's tackle this subject and discuss ways it has been depicted in music and break down a few songs for you. Yeah. Yes. So. And we want to be very cautious. Absolutely. Yes. And, um, you know, make sure we use our words wisely. Mm-hmm. During this episode, we know this is not always an, an easy thing to talk about. People <laughs> don't really want to get too deep and heavy. And we know True. people want, you know, it's, there's already a lot of stuff going on in this world that we don't need to be down too much. But, <laughs> you know, yeah, with the stuff that was going on in the news, we just really think this is important, you know, yeah. to bring up and talk about because exactly. it is, you know, affecting a lot of people. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we hope the music is not too meant to depress you, but maybe to uplift you and give you a different perspective because our intention is to make uh, as you know, as our I guess platform is to you know present music as it pertains to everyday life, Absolutely. and this is a great way of how it's demonstrated in that way. So music yes. is art, and you know life reflects art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's get into These hot topics. Hot, hot, hot topics. Hot tea. Tea. Give hot. us the tea. What's the tea? So zip, zip, zip. I'm sipping. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier this week, uh, TMZ reported that. Karuchi, I don't know how to say Karuchi, 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 against Chris Brown. No, she did. No, she did. She did. Okay, yeah, yeah she did. She the, did. The, the accusations are... Yeah. Like, accusations are The records are public. Yes. The record yeah. is public. Okay, I stand corrected. Uh, and so that just, I guess... Well, I don't know what's true, what's not true, because then there's a roommate... Well, someone who lived in the same apartment. K-Cola. K-Cola mm-hmm. saying that. But I'm confused. Are they talking about at Karushi's house or Chris's? Because I know Chris has a home. No, well, K-Cola was saying when Chris originally got out of out of jail for the whole, you know, Rihanna thing or whatever, mm-hmm. when he got out of jail, he was staying with Karuchi at her friend's apartment. Ah, uh, that's how Initially, it and K-Cola lives under them or next Atop. to them. Something okay. like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she would hear them going back and forth. Yeah. And then what were the accusations that he... The accusations was he threatened to kill her. He said mm-hmm. if he can't have her, no one can have her. Mm-hmm. As he's clearly said live. Mm-hmm. Plenty of times. Plenty That's of no times. new information to That's any of That's not us. new. 
But then, the funny <clears throat> thing is, I saw that he friended uh, Rihanna's best friend and then this he, week yeah, on he Instagram. He did. They started following. Melissa. I don't know if she's following him, but he's following her. And then they spoke about it, Melissa. and then he... Melissa Ford, Ford. Mm-hmm. and then he was just like, "Me and Mel always gonna be down." Me also, I'm just like, "Okay, okay. what's going on? What's the tea, Rihanna?" <laughs> <laughs> but um, Karuchi is saying that he threatened to kill her. Said no one can have her unless it's him. If he can't have her, no one else can. He said that he, her in the stomach. yeah, he, mm-hmm. I feel Push like her downstairs mm-hmm. apparently, yeah. right? But not to be um, judgmental, but I feel like if. She wasn't at the status that she is now. If mm-hmm. she didn't do that Iyanla, um interview, mm-hmm. I feel like that's when everything started pouring in for her after she had that uh, episode with her and she talked about yeah. the whole situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like people just started throwing offers at her. She was at all the shows. And, and then she's also an Emmy winner for her. Yeah, she had like web, a web series. Web series. So oh, she, yeah. has, she has prospered a lot yeah, after. Yeah, so she's doing stuff outside mm-hmm. of him. So I feel like she's in like such a stronger place. Mm-hmm. Where she's not um, easily influenced to go back t- mm-hmm. there to him, yeah. but then it's interesting to see him also too because he never really did he react to it. I don't think he, yeah, reacted. he did. He did. Yeah, he posted he, a video. Oh, he of did. Of course. He, why would he? Oh, not? I, didn't, I didn't click on the video. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I thought he, he was just talking about him and Soldier Boy in their fight. I was no, like, I well, got time. No, the video he was talking <laughs> yeah. about him and Soldier Boy. How he said he's done with it. Yada yeah, yada. Yeah, it was yada, like a, he he addressed a couple things. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the video. Okay, I thought it was only about Soldier Boy. Okay, so what did he say? He just said. What did he say? He just said. He was just like. I don't know what them people talking about or mm-hmm. something don't like that. Don't hear. believe everything you hear. But my thing is for him, too, like, after he struggled so much after the Rihanna situation, like, why would he continue to do something like that? Like, you know, um, what's the thing say? Shame on you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, fool me once. Mm-hmm. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times can the public be fooled? Or I don't know what the truth is because I know <laughs> TMZ also doesn't report always factual information mm-hmm. as well. So, but yeah, so us hearing the story earlier this week kind of like triggered the whole um, domestic violence episode. Mm -hmm. And then another couple who's also been in the um, news, who's been having a very nasty, nasty divorce, Mm -hmm. um, is Robin Thicke and Paula Patton. And then Robin Thicke is going through a lot. He just lost his dad. Yeah. He got accused of child abuse. abuse. Yeah, domestic abuse. Domestic abuse. (laughs) And I know like... Divorce can get very, very nasty. Mm-hmm. People pull out all the stops mm-hmm. to get what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, like they act as if there was never no love there at all. You yeah. know, you were with someone for so long. They were together since they were 15. 15. Yeah. And now it just seems like all that went out the window. Yeah. Exactly. But it's different, you know, because imagine how, imagine what you were like when you were 15 years old. Not like, I can person. honestly yeah. say I'm clearly a different person today at 27 than I was when I was 15. Yeah. Imagine them, they're like well in, you know, I think they're almost in their 40s or uh-huh. in their 40s yeah, or whatever. Mid-30s. Uh-huh. They're a totally different person, different right. life experiences. But she can't, I mean, is it safe to say, so if he was, not to make fun of it, but if he was boxing her around at 15, is it relevant if that was at 15 and then now we're 40 years old? I mean, is it safe to reference that from well, I think 15? so because it shows I development. Was, I think she was talking about not just back then, but recently. recently. As well. oh, okay, like um, I guess around the time because they what they've been divorced for a good year, two um, years more than that. It feels so, more than a year, like two years. Yeah, because when they broke up, then he released that album called Mm -hmm. Paula, which was very weird. And that was 2015, the end of 2015, something like that. Yeah, he was on a whole Paula campaign. On yeah, every news channel. But even in one of the songs, I forget the name of the song, but the lyrics, he's talking about 
you know, I guess she wouldn't let him back into the house or whatever. And he's banging on the door, screaming her name. Mm-hmm. And even like if these are words coming out of his mouth. You're just like, what's going on in that situation? <laughs> what, what, what's going on there? Right. Banging on the door and whatnot. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. You know, it's really, and I, I, I mean, in my opinion, I really do feel like <coughs> the one person who's really going to be affected by all this is their son. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it sucks that it's getting to the point where it's like, you know, and the, he's only six. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kids are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. I'm sure he sees mm. all the drama happening. But, you know, I just I just feel like that whole situation is like these parents, I don't know what happened in their marriage. I don't know what happened with it, with their divorce. I don't know if they were beating up each other and or he hit her she hit him i have no idea what happened uh-huh. but right now somebody is going to have to grow up and yeah. they're going to have to work it out cuz that boy is not he's not going to be okay if it, yeah. if this whole nastiness uh-huh. and you know in the news and like oh i'm you know do a restraining order get like it's gonna get bad Mm -hmm. and that boy is gonna wound up he's gonna wound up in the middle Mm -hmm. he's gonna have to choose a side and that's not fair exactly so people forget about the kids when they're going through the yeah it only becomes about self at that point and their needs they should think about the kids and like not have this play out so nasty in the public Mm -hmm. eye because at the end of the day she is that boy's mom and he is that father he is the father so Mm -hmm. it's like no matter what happened in their marriage whether they were having a domestic um abuse situation or there was drugs or whatever was involved Mm -hmm. well she did look a little high a couple times really i used to to love them i know that you were like they were like relationship goals i had two couples that i used to like adore which was lance gross and eva marcel yes and robin thick and paula pet i was just like yes and they both ended and i was just like okay yeah no more idolizing couples. No, no seriously. <laughs> it's not you worth never it. know. No. That's really what makes you learn. Like, oh my God, I see these couples. They look so happy. They look relationship so goals. Relationship yeah. goals. But people really don't know the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, relationships yeah. are not easy. They're they're hard. And people are not perfect. And people mess up. And people do bad things. Mm-hmm. And good people do bad things. Yeah. Like, it just yep. happens that way. All sinners. Yeah. All sinners. Yeah. And no one's, you know, an angel in the mm-hmm. situation. But... Yeah, it's it's it's, it's hard. hard. I just really feel for the little boy because I yeah. just. I and we have an really, article know, to relate back to that no, whole situation with the children and um, their interpretation. Mm-hmm. Of- even even with that, like going off of that, relating it back to the Chris Brown and Karuchi thing, even the Chris Brown and Rihanna thing. Chris Brown was saying after the Rihanna thing happened, if, I don't know if he, did he speak to Oprah or he spoke to someone, and he mm-hmm. was saying. He feels like that happened because of things he witnessed as a child. Yes. Yeah. What was going he was on, on Larry his. King with yeah. his mom. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, mm-hmm. and she was making excuses for it. She was making excuses. Well, she, because she was in a domestic yeah. So it makes yeah. sense that he, now that your son is doing that same behavior, yeah. you're making excuses for him. Now you're making excuses like you the probably trend, made excuses. The pattern just repeats. Yeah. And you know, when a child witnesses that, it's either they can go in one of two directions. They'll see it and lead by example. Mm-hmm. And take from it what they want and then do the same thing, repeat history. Or they'll be like, no, 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 I don't want that for my future. Yeah, I'm going to know the treat. Exactly, yeah. go the opposite. And he has a daughter, too, so he has to keep that. And he has a nasty it. situation with that mom, yeah. too. He's just a, I think he just needs to pull a Dave Chappelle. He just needs just to go, go away, away and just come back. Don't just even come back. back. Just go. Don't come back. Don't come. He's got to come back. No. no. I like Chris Brown. 
I like his music. I, I like his music too, <laughs> but it's been a while since he's, he's put really I know he's going on tour. Plug. Yeah. yeah. So but before we just get heavy into this yes. conversation, I really wanted to uh, do a quick definition mm-hmm. of domestic violence because I feel like we only hear it on one way and it's um, it means multiple things. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> so domestic violence is a complex and widespread problem that can look different depending on the situation. We define domestic violence as a pattern of abusive behavior, physical, emotional, mental, sexual, financial, mm. social, spiritual, mm-hmm. etc., through which one person maintains power and control over another person. Domestic violence can happen between intimate partners, parents, children, and other family relationships. So it doesn't have to be only physical. It can happen mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know I shared an article with you ladies mm-hmm. on... The Wife Beater. The Wife Beater. When Lil Wayne came out with the... It was the song, right? Mm-hmm. He did a song that came out that was called Wife Beater. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, we associated a, you know, a tank top tee that a lot of men who wear underneath their clothing whether it's like they wear it underneath i don't know like a work a, shirt, a work shirt summertime summertime with some basketball shorts or you know it's just like a cheap thing that people get and everybody wears it and we call it white beater and i never really knew the definition the connotation, never. The mm-hmm. connotation of what a white beater is so i just was like oh white beater like i never really put the two and two together i feel like maybe as I got older and I really understand the true concept, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. And I find myself, you know, having a teaching moment with people, too, mm-hmm. at work, you know, of the Caucasian persuasion, <laughs> letting them know, like, that's not a it's not the proper, proper term. term to say it. Let's just say tank top. Guys. Let's just say tank top because it has a very negative connotation. And as we were speaking out before earlier, before we started our recording, is like, as a community, like the black community, we try, I feel because like we have we have so many painful words mm-hmm. within our culture yeah. that has such negative connotation that we try to make it a positive thing. But sometimes it comes to a point where it's not positive. It's like, let's, let's just not, choose a different word entirely. <laughs> exactly. Let's not use it. It's yeah. not, there's nothing positive about this. This scars people you know there's so much hurt and history with one word mm-hmm. for us to use it so loosely and try to make it a, a better thing or a good thing it's not always a good good situation especially when it comes to kids too yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't know the history about what they're talking about like so we we're talking about the um the uh author of the article was talking about you know my daughter repeating the words mm-hmm. of white beater and i'm like oh my god it's she the author was saying it sounded so chilling hearing it from a little girl's mm-hmm. mouth and she's like, oh, I would rap the words, the lyrics the same way. And I never thought that way. But seeing my child rap those lyrics, it just changed it my it whole down. perspective. it's coming from an innocent, you know, an yeah. innocent Who voice. has no idea what no she's idea. saying, what she's talking about. Right. But then you're like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And you can't say, oh, baby, don't say that. Because she's like, but you sing it. Exactly. So why, why is it wrong? Then they, you know. Then you have to explain and sit them down. And then they're like, okay, so it's okay for adults to say it? And I can't, you know, yeah. then you really have to, like get into it but um yeah it's uh it's it's hard and it's like you know you don't want to feel like a hypocrite for liking this kind of music because there's i mean hip-hop is known to be misogynistic Mm -hmm. and sexist and homophobic (coughs) and all that stuff and it's like 
we hear these songs and the beat's good and we're dancing and we're rapping the words and we know every lyric and then, you know, sometimes at one at some point, do you feel good saying the stuff you're saying? Mm, no, no, but it's like, oh God, why do they have to say that in the song? The song is so good. But that one line in the song and that one word or something. Mm-hmm. It's weird because it's such a thin line because I feel like, you know, hip hop originated from people telling their stories. It was storytelling. People mm-hmm. are speaking their truth. It's poetry. That's mm-hmm. In a that's nutshell, really what that's it what is. it is. <laughs> think of people like Tupac, Biggie, mm-hmm. Rakim, all these storytellers, yeah. and they're speaking their truths. These are things that they witnessed. So back then, they're talking about domestic violence or like dealing with certain women or living in the streets. Those are things that they experienced. Uh-huh. The rappers of today, though, that has now just become the topic of the culture. They don't. Right. They're not really living these lives, but they feel like, oh, to be hard or to be streetwise, I gotta talk like this or say glorify like that this. lifestyle. Glorify that lifestyle when that's not their real lifestyle. Right. So today it's different. Like growing up, wife beater. You know how you have those words that mean two different things? Right. So I really thought that wife beater, I said, okay, it means that, but then maybe it means this too. Like, Mm -hmm. it means two different things, not realizing it stemmed from Mm -hmm. that. It's just like, oh, yeah. But but notice, a lot of times in like a movie or a music video or something like that, when it sort of shows like a storyline of like domestic abuse Uh or somebody, you know, getting hit or cursed out by like somebody like a man in their life mm-hmm. they're always wearing that white tank top yeah, aka they really are. a wife beater so two by two rib yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that fashion that's that fashion <laughs> let me make that approval yeah. real quick for real is this the right is this the right uh submit here yeah is the content correct we yeah. have some recovery is that that's weight too 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 uh too heavy <laughs> It's true. But I also feel like the white beater, you know, as you're saying in the movies, that also represents people from the working class. You know what I mean? Like the fathers coming home yeah. and they're tired. Like the coal miner. They're tired and they're yeah. angry. And they're, they're, they're angry. Yeah. They're frustrated with their lives. So they turn to vices like alcohol mm-hmm. or whatever and they take it out on and their families. And a lot of times, you know, these men are men of color. Yeah. These, mm-hmm. you know, certain things yeah. that we see. So it's, it's painting a, a full picture of like, the struggle and yeah. he's angry he's yeah. mad you know he all he wants is his dinner and if it's not ready mm-hmm. he's gonna hit you you know what i mean yeah. like that's that's been a storyline used mm-hmm. over and over and over again yeah mm-hmm. but you know i kind of feel like this should be a challenge for directors artists you know like think about these things when you're putting in these imageries out there because it's been embedded in our head that a wife beater is associated with this kind of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that shouldn't be the case. It's just a white mm-hmm. tank top. That's it. That's it's something it. you wear so that your your chest don't catch a breeze. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, catch a breeze. Yeah. So, so island. island. So yeah. island. Like, girl, you, know. you can tell she's on the island. Yeah. Catch a breeze. <laughs> but I even, can't. But even see on top of that, like you said, you know, this picture has been painted that this is what the person who is a quote-unquote wife beater looks like, mm-hmm. but you just read the definition where it's like, abuse can be so many different things. Mm-hmm. Like, after hearing about the whole Karuchi thing, and, you know, she filed the restraining order, what mm-hmm. was it, a couple days ago or mm-hmm. something. You know, of course, people always got something They're to like, say. why is she doing it why now? Why is she doing it now? And it's What's like, happening? well, he, he just threatened to kill her maybe like recently. Yeah, like a few yeah. weeks ago. So I'm sure she's just trying to live her life mm-hmm. Away from him. Away, Away from, from him. him. She's doing her own thing. She's, you know, she has her web series. She has, like, clothing mm-hmm. lines and stuff. So she's doing her own thing. But, like he said in that video that he, you know, said from his own words, if I love you, ain't nobody gonna have you. I'm going to make you miserable. Mm-hmm. I'm that guy that stalks you. 
that is going to make you miserable if I love you. He said that from his own words. And the fact that he said it and recorded himself. And recorded himself. Think about, okay, guys, when you take a selfie or record yourself, think about it. You have to lift up your phone. You have to press record, speak into it. You have to make your little post and and then hit submit. That's a lot of fucking energy. So you know his ass is crazy. Yeah, that's a form of verbal abuse. Abuse. Absolutely. You know his ass is crazy. He probably sent that text message to her before Mm. he posted it for all we know. And, you know, I'm sure he just, Probably just did that, you know, with his boys. They were probably, you know, making a joke, making yeah. light of it, laughing. You know, he's that's like, what she oh. said. She said that he yeah, said was, he was going to kill it to joke. her friend, to his friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not going to defend him because I yeah. don't know the situation. Yeah. Well, of course, but love it could have been but... it could have been a joke type of situation that got out of hand. Yeah. That got out of hand, and then of course yeah. that clip of that got out. He probably said a couple a couple other things, mm-hmm. but that you know those particular lines got out. But you know, it's that's not funny. That's mm-hmm. not funny. And then seeing his behavior on top of that, like yeah. following her places, showing up to where she is—that's scary. Did you guys see the video that TMZ posted? I think it's an older video from last year where she's with her friend. They're walking to her car, and he gets in, yeah, he gets uh-huh. in. and the woman—I think it's her pup or whatever—is sitting next to her, and he's like, "Get to the back, get to the back before you make me cause up and sing." Yeah. Yelling at this woman. Yeah. That that was scary. Yeah, I was crazy like, and he's doing can, this in front of camera. She's face. Yeah. like she's, she looked like somebody. Please, Lord, me. get me out. Of here. So that's my thing. He's doing get this in front of, of cameras. Here. Imagine when they're alone. I mean, we're we're not there, of course, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, judging by his character and how he he presents mm-hmm. himself to the public. Yeah, imagine the kind of person he is in private. In private, yeah, if he would do that in public, but and this is not a Chris Brown bashing. No, 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 or not at all. Like that. But I like Chris, but okay. I do too. I'm a, I'm a fan <laughs> I'm a of the fan. music. Yeah. We're just talking about he's the a singer, situation. He's a dancer. Yeah. Like uh, since he came out with, let me see if you can run it. Run it. it. I'm this is like my fan. first concert. My Aww. first concert was yes. Chris Brown. I used to love the first album. Yes. I know every yes. word. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and it's, it's just it's sad and it's scary to see because yeah. you you know I'm. Like, you know people yeah. who have gone yeah. through things. And yeah. a lot of times things start very small. Yeah, You know, it could be he said something like, well, you know, uh, if if I can't have you, nobody can. Okay, maybe you're not taking that seriously. You're like, whatever, he's crazy. He's, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then he's following you places. Then he's getting in your face. Like, people really need to understand that. You need boundaries mm-hmm. in your relationship. There has to be to. boundaries. And when boundaries are being crossed, it's like you have it's to, time to go. notice. Like, okay, <laughs> is he saying things mm-hmm. now that, yeah. you know, or or she or mm-hmm. whoever, are they Because, I mean, men things? can get abused. Yes, Let's men be get honest. Abused they as well. really can be. Men get abused as well. Is your partner saying things? That, you know, are kind of making you think twice, like, why, you know, don't, you know, are they being disrespectful? Mm -hmm. Are they crossing your boundaries? Are they crossing your physical boundaries? Are they getting in your face? Maybe Mm -hmm. they're not hitting you, but are they grabbing your wrist? You know, like, you have to really... I think the problem is, too, that people are not privy to a lot of positive imagery of what love is. Because yes. love absolutely love comes in many forms. Mm-hmm. You get love from your family, you your get love friends. from your friends. I love it y'all. doesn't yeah, love you too. <laughs> but it's not only from a significant other. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And love is not supposed to hurt. Right. Like if you feel uncomfortable or unhappy in a situation, like that is not love. Love mm-hmm. is supposed to be 
genuine. It's supposed mm-hmm. to make you feel good. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to release those endorphins. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be like on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. That's love. Yeah. And you know, people show you how they love you yeah. by hurting you and saying really hurtful things to you is mm-hmm. not a way of someone showing that they love you. Mm-hmm. That is not love. Yeah. So I feel like it needs to come down to people recognizing what love is, mm-hmm. what lust is, mm-hmm. and what abuse is. You need mm-hmm. to really understand those three different definitions or mm-hmm. infatuation. Mm-hmm. True. That's like that can cloud your judgment too, ladies. Like mm-hmm. we are so sometimes pressed to be in a relationship or being in a situation because we can say, Oh, relationship goals, look at me, my man on the yeah. gram. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? But he may not be loving you the way you need to be loved. Mm-hmm. And then some people, you know, some people, they get so pressed with other people telling them, oh, you don't got a man, you need to be in a relationship, whatever. Right. So some women, they feel like, okay, well, if I'm not with him, then I'm just not going to be with anybody. Mm-hmm. So let me at least stay in this situation because at it's least I lie. have someone. It's a lie. It's a lie. Like, don't are you kidding me? Yeah. There are but plenty you... of people out here who can treat you well. Yes. Who yeah. can make you feel mm-hmm. great about the relationship, great mm-hmm. about yourself. Like, don't think that, oh, you know, that it's a lie that people tell you, you know, oh, well, you know, nobody's going to want you. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody's going to, you know, who's going to want to be with you? Mm-hmm. I, no, no, no. It's at, a lie. The best advice that I can give anyone out there is at first you have to learn how to love yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Once you learn how to love mm-hmm. yourself inside yeah. and out. And nobody tells nobody. Flaws and nothing. all. Then you are ready to be loved. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But so let's um, end on that note and let's hear what Joey has a song that she wants to talk about that mm-hmm. is in reference to, you know, uh, the hip hop culture and then seeing things visually from a child standpoint and how it unveils into, you know, their everyday life and how it affects them. Mm-hmm. So, Joey, tell us who is your artist that you want to feature. Yes. Yeah, so this song that I'm doing, it's by an artist by the name of Blue. So back in college, I got really hip to Blue. He had a song with Exile. They had a project called Below the Heavens that came out. Um, you remember that, right? <laughs> so good. Yeah, I used to play it all the time. But he has a song on there called Cold Hearted where he talks about his experience growing up in a household that was very abusive as a child and how it shaped him into the man that he is today. And he talks about his life experiences. So let's play a little bit of that. Guns. 
seed killer number one, seed killer number two, seed killer number three. Pulled the heat and he was through, through dirt on his casket. His mom wore a mask and still couldn't hide tears. Years past the sun, numb feelings remain. Pain comes and it goes. But my wound showed a prune. I still marry my mom. My mom still had a son. Dumb kid with a gun that I got from my pops. Top drawer when he left. My mama fighting for years. My mama fighting in tears. Now she gotta explain the game of life to her son. But the sun still shines. Nine children and a newborn scorn brother. Two blue lightnings and young. Dumb kid with a tongue that I got from hip hop. But she left me for you. So I'ma give it to you. Cold hearted and young. kind of goes in three stages he talks about witnessing the abuse from his father towards his mother so um witnessing that as a son you know you're the son you feel like you if it's not if your dad's not going to protect your mother you have to be the one to protect her but you're the son that's your father that's supposed to be your father figure you're supposed to be looking up to him but you feel challenged so it's like in one of his lyrics he says but my wound shows the room or my pops beat my mom's mom screaming for help myself hot as a son cold hearted and young a dumb kid with a gun that i got from my pops top draw when he left my mama twice in a week my mama lifeless and weak so it's like you're cold hearted and young as a kid because these are supposed to be the two people that's supposed to be protecting you, showing you what to expect in the world, showing you how to survive. And you have this man that's supposed to be your father figure abusing your mother. You don't, you can't, you can't see him as your role model because you already know as a child, like this is not who I'm supposed to be looking up to. Mm-hmm. And you have your mom, person who gave you life. You see her battered and weak, but you feel helpless as a child. You don't know what to do. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So to escape that, he turns to the streets. So that rolls into the second part of the song where he's witnessing, you know, these people running in the streets, his, all these other kids becoming a product of their environment. Mm-hmm. You don't know what their home life is like, and this is all they have as a backup, but he's witnessing his friends getting murdered in the streets. So, like, in the beginning when he's talking about his mom not getting the love from his dad, his dad left. After the dad left, the mom turns to all these different men. So that's when he says, seed killer number one, seed killer number two. She falls into a trap with these other men who are abusing her the same way that the father was. Mm -hmm. So she's getting pregnant by all these men. They're abusing her. Seed killer number one. Yeah. Loses the child. Seed killer number two. two. Keeps on going, keeps on going. The cycle Mm -hmm. keeps repeating itself. So then in the second verse when he's talking about the streets, he's talking about... All these other moms who are hurting in the household, they're also hurting on the outside because their sons are getting killed in the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, the gang members are seed killer number one, seed killer number two. So then from that, he's like, okay, he used the streets as an outlet from his home life. Then he realized the streets is not the way to go. So then he turns to rap. Rap becomes his outlet and he expresses himself through his lyrics. Mm-hmm. So good. So, so deep. deep. So deep. Yeah. Lou is a great rapper. Yeah. He's great. Really good. Yeah. 
He's awesome. really great. I feel like he's, I know last Underrated. week. Yes, yes. Last week we posed the question to our, to our followers on Instagram. Who do you think is heavily underrated as an artist? And I definitely feel like Blue is one of those people. Yeah. Yes. You yes. know, but it just shows you the effects that it can have on a child and shape their future. You know, yes. he could have, instead of turning to rap and realizing the gift that he had within and his worth, he could have still been in the streets, you know, living the life, becoming a product of his environment mm-hmm. due to what he witnessed at home. Vicious cycle, man. Vicious yeah. cycle. Gotta break it. Great song. Great yeah. song. Fun fact: okay. If you couldn't tell the voice, that is Miguel. Before <laughs> he became the Miguel of today, he did <laughs> go by Miguel Jontel. Yes, yes, I remember. Yes, I remember that. I remember Miguel Jontel. Miguel Jontel. So Quana introduces yes. your song on the perspective of love. Um, so I am going to take it back to 2001, Mm-mm. and I'm going to play Aaliyah's song, Rest in Peace, to Baby Girl, We Love You. Yay. I'm going to play Aaliyah's song, Never No More.
Olivia, Never No More. Her voice is so angelic. Mm-hmm. Like silk. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, from the perspective of a relationship. And um, just basically, uh, some of her lyrics just sort of speak back to, you know, arguing and, you know, but and getting angry to the point where it turns physical at times. And she's, you know, telling herself, like, this is not right. You know, don't treat me this way. Don't touch me again. Don't put your hands on me. Um, so I think that's just sort of um, a perspective on, you know, relationships are not always easy. And people are going to fight. You're going to get angry. People are going to, you know, get mad and all that stuff. But really pay attention to how this person gets angry. What do they do? Do they curse you out? Do they call you names? Do they punch holes in the wall and all that stuff? Like, that, you know, a lot of that stuff, that's not normal. Don't think that's normal. People and adults should handle their anger in a in a healthy way. You're going to get angry. You're going to get upset. People are going to fight. You're going to disagree. But it needs to be handled in a healthy way. And if it's not handled in a healthy way, it can get abusive. So just, you know, really make sure that people are paying attention to how their partner or whoever they're with is handling their anger or or how they're handling their anger. Exactly. Pay attention to the signs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't make excuses, you know? Yes, people do things that aren't always right, but really, you know, if if this is getting to the point where it's an everyday thing and, you know, stuff is being broken, there's holes in the walls, and, you know, maybe they grabbed you or something, like, really pay attention to the signs. Things don't always happen at one time. It's always, you know, it could be little things happening here or there that you're like, oh, you know, that's not a big deal. Oh, that's not a big deal. And then it turns into a much bigger deal later. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. So recognize the signs early and mm-hmm. leave as soon as you can. Don't invest so much time in something mm-hmm. that's not for you. Yeah. It'll only get worse. What's yeah. that saying? They say when someone cho- shows you their... Who they are, believe, believe them. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely going to be putting on the, uh, the blog post and Instagram post, we'll definitely put hotline information, website information, so people can get more information online about signs that they can look for or signs that um, are present during uh, abusive relationships Mm -hmm. or anything like that, just so people can get um, more familiar with what's going on. Yeah, because there's always someone to help. Yeah. So I will get into the song that I've chosen, and I decided to go from a different angle in terms of abuse and how abuse can come from different things or different situation not only through relationship so the song that i'm going to play is by our girl l boogie miss lauren <laughs> hill from her mtv unplugged i miss unplugged so much mm-hmm. um and the name of the song is called i get out your boxes I'll get out you can't hold me in these chains I'll get out father free me from this bondage knowing my condition is the reason I must change your stinking resolution is no type of solution preventing me from freedom maintaining your pollution I won't support your lie no more I won't even try no more If I 
Cementing this repression, promoting mass deception, so that no one can be. That was Lauren Hill. I get out. I miss her voice yes. so much. I miss. Oh, I miss this kind of music. I miss this kind of storytelling and the art. I mean, she's like a lyricist. Uh, she's a lyricist. So she's, singer. Oh she my. She does it all. She does it all. I, uh, oh, there can never be another Lauren Come Hill. Back to us, just like how we wanna, I know you're here, but come, come back. back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> All the way back. <laughs> but I wanted to play this song because I feel like it shows, um, it just shows many levels to different relationships and how you can feel trapped in it. So you may listen to the song and feel like she's talking about she's being trapped into a relationship. She may listen to the song and say she's being trapped by the label or whatever contract she's in. You may listen to the song and feel like she's being trapped by life. So that's why I wanted to use this song because it can be interpreted in different things because all three things can make you feel like you're being abused. Mm -hmm. And in the song, her message is trying to tell anyone who's listening that you can get out. You can reclaim your freedom. You can still be strong. You still can stand on your two feet and still be who you want to be. And don't let the box define you and feel trapped in the box because you can breathe. We have oxygen. Just get outside the box and breathe and be free and don't let anyone hold you back from who you're supposed to be. And if you feel stuck, that's not a situation or a relationship that you should be in. So just get out. Get and, on out. Mm-hmm. And that is my song of choice, Ms. Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yes. So we want to thank you guys for listening to us today. I know the topic was heavy, mm-hmm. but it's so necessary. And we hope that we may have inspired someone to get mm-hmm. out of a situation that is not healthy for them, whether yes. it be a relationship, a contract, or 
Ajaja. Oh my god, yes. Just get out. Yes. Get the fuck out. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So this has been Views from the Chicks, and I'm T. I'm Kwana. It's Joey. Hi. And we're Bye. signing out. Hi everyone, Kwana here. Thanks again to all the listeners and to everyone who has supported Views from the Chicks. We appreciate it so much. All the love and support has been amazing. Um, We really just wanted to make sure that we add in as much information as possible with this episode. We know the content can get heavy, um, but we just wanted to make sure we were adding the proper information. The National Domestic Violence Hotline does have a website and a toll-free number. It's 1-800-799-7233. If you or someone you know is involved in a domestic violence situation, please call 1-800-799-SAFE. 1-800-799-7233 or visit www.safe.org. The hotline.org.